Hey, this is Burke, and I swear sometimes, so listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, and thank you for joining me for our first episode of Character Builder. Unfortunately, this is getting recorded like five days later than I actually wanted. I caught the bug that's going around. No, I didn't catch COVID, but I caught that other thing, and I'm finally up to actually talking into a microphone. Okay, with that all out of the way, let's talk about Raymond, because he is the topic of today's show. Humor me a second, and let's get a show of hands of how many of you have designed a character based off of wanting revenge, dealing with loss, and searching for personal power. And most people are going to have their hands up for this. Characters like these are relatable. We tend to emulate our lives in our characters sometimes. We put the loss we've, we've experienced in our lives into our characters because it's easy. It's easy to take the ambitions we have and put them into our characters. We want more money, we want more success, we want our personal lives to be better, and then we also put it into our characters. We wanna help people, and sometimes people feel powerless in our real lives, and, and they do something about it in a tabletop role-playing setting with their characters. This isn't wrong. You're allowed to build your characters how you want. Raymond, for me, isn't any of that. I'll start with, I don't normally talk about my personal life very much especially online. But to give a better context of why Raymond is designed the way he is, I need to talk about it. There's no better way for me to actually say it, but 2021 was hell for me. I won't sugarcoat it, but if my life was a forest, it would have been on fire. My professional life was hell. Most days I couldn't physically get out of my car without groaning and I could barely walk out of my car. A lot of the times I was taking four ibuprofen before I went into work and then four when I got off of work, just a function. But it wasn't just physical torture I went through. I was beat up emotionally every day too. My personal life really wasn't that bad. I mean, it wasn't even maybe a third as bad, but I still dealt with a lot of stuff on a regular basis. I also had a lot of loss in 2021. I lost my grandmother due to fears of going to the doctor for COVID, and I lost another relative due to COVID. Honestly, I'm still getting over my grandmother's death and all the bullshit that surrounded it and her funeral. There's a lot of other things that happened right after my grandmother's death, but I'm just, I can't get into it anymore. With all of that, I did my best to keep motivated through 2021 and get through everything. And one day I received an invitation to join this campaign that dealt with a bunch of podcasters. And I thought it'd be good for me to actually play with a different group of people. I very easily could have made just this angry character that was seeking revenge and it wouldn't have been healthy for me at the time. Just gone through all of that. And at the time I had been doing some soul searching and... I got into inspirational quotes from movies and people out there, and I decided I wanted to build a character off of what I wanted to be versus who I was at the time. So I designed this character a bit different. I based him off of quotes of inspirational stuff that I wanted to do in my personal life, but I wanted it to emulate into this character. I'd play them, but I don't have the rights to them, so I'm not going to chancel that legal nonsense. But the main tenants going into Raymond were that I wanted him to have had trauma in his history, but has moved past and moved forward and is focused on what life is now 
versus what life was then. That what he's working for isn't going to be easy, that he's not going to be driven by rewards. He is just doing it because he knows that this is what he needs to accomplish, not for some monetary reward. And do not let the monetary rewards of the now steer him away from the path that he's chosen. And lastly, he needs to value his morals and have compassion for life. Yes, he has his own goals and aspirations, but he's never going to be cruel about them. These are kind of the tenets of what I want this character to be. And so far, I've been able to emulate this in game. In two different scenarios, Raymond has berated two NPCs about not thinking of their people and just going through plans without really thinking of the consequences of doing them. See, Raymond has his own goals and they line up with what's kind of happening in world. See, I'm actually taking this a little bit from the changelings of Eberron. Raymond is what would be the equivalent of a reality seeker. Raymond's ultimate goal is to make a place for changelings where they can live without hiding. Funny thing is, I haven't even told the DM this yet. Well, I guess he's finding out right now, probably. The goal of the character is using his position working for Lord Saxton as a spy to get information and help him with his goals overall. However, he also has a strong connection with the Traveler. Traveler is a patron deity of changelings in most settings, especially Eberron. Changelings are often viewed as children of the Traveler, and I placed this in his history. His father being a cleric of the Traveler. Kind of did this a little wrong. I probably should have talked about his backstory first before I went into like what we're currently doing. The backstory I gave my DM was that Raymond is a character that doesn't actually have a name of his own. That's because he's been brought up by his family to not prioritize having a name other than the identity they've currently taken. Growing up, Raymond would change bodies quite frequently as they grew up, not to mention as he got used to being a changeling and that way he wasn't causing problems for his family. And he could also still get an education by taking the identities of the deceased. See, Raymond's family ran a funeral home. Early in Raymond's life, people sacked the town he was in, but he ended up getting away. Instead of letting this be a traumatic event in his life, he made the best of it. He lived on the street. He never went hungry because of being a changeling. He found ways to work and collect money, but he also found opportunities to find education as well. Because his mother was a wizard and his father was a cleric, he had the spark of magic in him as well. He would have more than likely became a wizard if he had studied harder and lived with his mother than being on the street, but being a bard isn't necessarily a bad thing. During his entrance exam into the Bardic College, he was outed as a changeling, but they found an opportunity to use him. See, I intend to take Raymond down the Order of Whispers route. So it actually kind of leans more into his spy abilities than actual character power. What's funny is the changeling itself kind of overrides a lot of these abilities. Like all the disguise stuff really becomes null and void with the changeling. I already have a better version for a lot of these. But really, I'm leaning into it for a more narrative reason. The game we're playing is a very intrigue-focused game. And I'll be honest, I've never really been a player that focuses mainly on power. That being said, one of my original characters will eventually talk about focused a lot on becoming one of the most powerful wizards in the multiverse. But for Ray, I didn't want to do that. All right, let's talk about builds. Assuming Raymond doesn't get killed off, Raymond should hit level 20 in this campaign. So let's build him up. Now keep in mind, things might change. I might change my build as 
the campaign progresses, you never know what's coming my way. I never know what's really coming my way because this is very early in the campaign. We've only done three sessions. So my build might change drastically depending on what happens. That being said, this is my intended route. All right, I'm not gonna read every little bit of this, but I will talk about like my decisions for certain things. So at level three, I get my Bard College. We already talked about it. I'm picking College of Whispers. I'm also getting expertise at level three, which gives me my proficiency bonus plus, that is doubled. I'm taking that in persuasion and deception. My goal of this campaign is not to be the face of the group, but at the same time, I want to be able to talk our way out of a lot of situations and having the ability to lie or persuade people to get out of the way or not to fight is a big part of that. At level four, we get our skill improvement or feet. I'm picking Fade Touched Charisma based. Fade Touched is what we call a half feat. It lets me increase an ability score by one, as well as it gives me other things as well. Fade Touched allows me to increase my Charisma score up to 18, because currently it's at 17. It gives me the ability Misty Step, and I get to learn a first level spell as well, which is going to be Silvery Barbs. At level eight, I'm picking the feat Magic Initiative Warlock. These will round me out a little bit more so I have a little bit more offensive casting because currently I don't have any offensive casting. Honestly, I could take this at level four. The reason I'm picking the half feat at level four is I want to be 18 then for my charisma. The idea here is to pick up Eldritch Blast, Minor Illusion, and Witch Bolt. At 10th level, I get Expertise, which is a double proficiency bonus, so I put that also into Insight and Investigation. I want to make sure I know if somebody's lying to me, and I also want to be able to find something inside if it's hidden. Also at 10th level, we get Magical Secrets, which lets me pick two spells. The two spells I'm picking on this list are Fireball and Fear. Now these are added to my spell list, so I don't already have these. Because of my melee focused group, I'm not taking Fireball until later in game. And Fear is an excellent CC. So far, 12th level is actually gonna be pretty boring. I'm just taking Charisma score increases, bringing me up to 20. This might change depending on what happens during the game. But as of right now, I intend to do the ability score increase at level 12. Level 14, get Magical Secrets comes around again. I'm taking the spells Disintegrate and Vortex Warp. Both spells should help round out my offensive as well as defensive capabilities. At 16th level, I'm planning on taking Metamagic Adept, taking the ability Heightened Spell as well as Empowered Spell. All right, 18th level, Magical Secrets comes around again. I plan on taking Gate and Wish. Both are very powerful abilities and will round out my character pretty much to the end game which 18th level is. Wish will not be used to destroy the campaign, but I do have wishes in mind just in case something really bad happens in the end game. And no, I'm not gonna spoil them. And the last feat I'm taking is kind of a boring one, but I'm also taking Inspiring Leader because the character has this ultimate goal of becoming a leader of his people and having a place for his people to go. And it makes sense for my character to build to this point. All right, well, that's it for Character Builder. Sorry about the road noise. This road apparently is like super busy today, unfortunately. Also, a bunch of the phantom audio is going on again, but I don't really have time to re-record this. So sorry in advance. I hope the ambient audio I'm adding to this actually fixes a lot of that. I hope you enjoyed the episode. This was actually kind of a difficult one for me because I actually opened up a lot about my personal life. 
Well, the next episode of World Building in Burke, we're going to be talking about more questing. And since I'm recording it tomorrow, I will see you on Monday. See ya. Bye.